Here's what we have to understand. The landscape of dating has changed a little. I don't think people have changed. I think people, everyone talks about people are so different these days. People haven't changed, they're the same. The landscape's changed a little bit. When I started out, the dating websites weren't huge. They were still a niche thing. It was still a little embarrassing to go on a dating website. Now everyone's on Tinder, everyone's on Bumble, everyone's doing these things. And here's the problem everyone's up against. A landscape that looks like there's infinite choice, perceived choice, because it's not the same as real choice. Right? As a guy, you go on these things, you're like, oh my god, there's, look at this buffet, there's so many people. It's not true, right? Perceived choice is what messes people up. Because perceived choice is when the guy who's thinking about breaking up with his girlfriend looks at a thousand options on his phone and says, look at the amazing world out there. Right? He didn't have that 20 years ago. Right? He had a fight with his girlfriend and she went out and he was lonely. He had nothing, he had no one to talk to. Right? The landscape is different now. There's perceived choice. There's the lack of empathy that is bred by looking at people through a screen. So now what do we do? We treat people worse because we can. Right? So, and you do it too. It's not just men. We treat people worse. We ghost people. Breadcrumbing is the new term, right? Like giving a little, giving a little, giving a little. We say things that are bolder than we would ever say in person. So what happens is men, at least on the surface, seem less likely to commit today than ever because of the abundance of options. Women, I believe, en masse have accepted a lower standard because they've, bought, they've drunk the Kool-Aid. They've bought into this idea that men are just worse now and the landscape's just worse now and they have to accept less. And I don't buy it for one second. And let me tell you why I believe that the key right now, the key to winning in love right now, the key to getting something most people aren't getting, 99% of people aren't getting, is to actually be higher maintenance than everybody else. People become better around people who demand more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, which is never on schedule, but happens to always be on time. I'm the Sheik of Shambles. I know who I am. And I'm joined by the man, the myth, the legend, Belly F. And the F does not stand for friend zone because he don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> I really don't. He's, he's never been there, so he has no idea what that is. Oh, man, how was your week? Bro. As you know, I was in D.C. for like two weeks, bro. And eventually, it just got tiring. Hmm. Just being in a hotel, going to a hotel every day gets tiring. Like, I, I I do hotels all the time, but at least I'll come home on weekends and be in my own bed for three or four nights or something mm -hmm. like that. Just didn't happen this time. Funny thing, though. Mm -hmm. We went to the zoo Sunday. You know, walking around the zoo. The, the zoo and the national museums are free, so you just walk in there or whatever. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So we're walking around the zoo, and I'm looking. I'm like, yeah, there's it's a lot of gay people in the zoo today. You know, just just noticing, you know, old older gay guys held, holding hands, gay women holding hands. You know, it's like, oh, there's just a lot of gay people in the zoo. So, you know, didn't pay much mind to it. Then, mind their business. Then on my way out, it was like, at the entrance, it's like, gay day at the zoo. Oh my God! So it's a whole sideage, and I completely missed it on the way in. So I was like, "Oh, okay." He was, really, zoo. he was really trying to get in that zoo. I was, so try, was, I was just, trying to he get. He was just focused. Yeah, like, like I'm trying to get zoo. zoo. I'm trying to see these pandas. I'm, I'm not. Trying. I'm not here thinking that it's going to be Gay Pride Day. No, and it, it, and like you know, that was that was. I'm calling the regular gay people who are just gay, and they're not just gay. Overly announcing it. Flamboyant. Yeah, they weren't not flamboyant. But then you have the ones in the rainbow trousers with the suspenders and the rainbow bow ties. And I was like, okay, you know, you got the mismatched chucks on, blue and pink. It's like, okay, you know, you, you're doing too much. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, okay. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just interesting to me. They get a, they get a special day for the zoo because of their sexual orientation. What's interesting to me is if I'm heterosexual, how do I go above and beyond to say that I'm heterosexual? Um, as a man? Yeah, what do I do? I, mean, I guess you scratch your balls, grunt, you know, wear, but, wear but, a football but, jersey. But do not. But do gay people's balls do not itch? Uh, I would assume not. I would. I mean, 
I mean, I just think they're just special people. Cause they get a, <laughs> they get a dance at zoo. Do they have a heterosexual dance zoo? Oh my man, we're, we were never oppressed. I guess. Yeah. They don't have a black dance zoo. I doubt it. I really doubt it. DC is very very niggerish. It, it was. Yeah. I did realize it was very nigger rich. Hmm. Gay day at the zoo. Gay day I'm not a fan of the zoo anyway. You know me. Uh, you know. Uh, I mean, it's, 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 it was it's, something to do. It's something, yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm you more, know, I'm and if there's an attraction museum. you want to see. I actually wanted to go to the art, uh, the pro, the pro uh, museum of arts. It was a museum of arts, a science museum in Dallas. I wanted to check that out, but I wanted for it to go with my home where that's pretty gay dayish. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, but definitely I might go check it out because that mug, that mug is huge. And somebody told me that I work with was like, yeah, that 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 museum is pretty nice. Um, yeah, I'm more of a museum type of guy. I don't like to see caged animals and stuff like that. It's it's just not that interesting to me. If I see an animal, I want to see it in its natural habitat. But I'm not saying I'm going to go to the safaris of Africa and drive on, on, ride on the back of one of those carriages where I, I pet lions because I'm not trying to pet a lion or a rhino or a fox or any type of shit like that. <laughs> so, therefore, you're all anti-animal. Yeah, basically, I yes. stay away from them shits. Anyways. Yeah, but to- I'm glad you got back, man, because, you know, D.C. be popping, man. DC be popping as far as violence. I heard so. You know, I, I just... stayed. I stayed in the white part of town. You know? Really? Yeah, I, I stayed in the white part of town. So, so like at ten o'clock at night, I was walking the streets and I was just fine. Wow, people time. jogging at that time. Yeah, people were jogging. Like DC is big on fitness. Really? Like when I'm when I was leaving the hotel in the morning to go to work, I see people out running. When I came back in the afternoon, people were running. I'd go walk around the city at night, get dinner, see stuff. People are just running, or they're on the bikes and and they're just. Big in the fitness. Is it bike friendly? Like bikes be in the street? Like, like you know how downtown Houston have those rental bikes or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. DC has that, but they also have bike lanes on most on major this, roads. Yeah, so that's bike friendly. That's yeah, pretty cool. That's how that's how, that's how that's how some parts, some communities in Dallas are. I'm going to say Plano is very, very bike friendly. And you, it's to the point where you're like, damn, like I'm sharing the road with a bike. Like you're not, I'm not used to that in the streets of Houston. Houston, you're not sharing sharing a road. No, oh, no, with not bikes. at all. Not, you're looking at them stupid because I look yeah. at people on bikes and they're yeah, in the road like, stupid. My nigga, my nigga, you got two wheels. The one thing that I wanted to do that I didn't get a chance to do, I wanted to like get on a bike and ride through like Monument Mall and look at all the monuments and stuff like that. I didn't get a chance to do that. It rained on the Saturday that I was there, and then I, I told you I messed my back up doing something. I was decided to go work out, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. tweaked my back, and doing what? I, nothing. I was doing my regular workout <laughs> shit. I wasn't end up being extra or nothing like that. I was doing my regular workout, got it done. Back was just jacked. This back, it was jacked nothing. like for four days. Damn. It just got back right today, and as I, I felt good when I woke up this morning, I was like, okay, yeah, I can go live. Like I, I feel decent. And I, now I'm feel, now I'm fine. But I was just doing my regular shit, jacked up my back. Damn. That old age, man. It's, it's, I'm I'm the oldest 29 year old I know. <laughs> Maybe not by days and years, but by body age. Damn. My body is old. You don't want to get. You don't want to be like that, man. Everyone no. said doing nothing. I tweeted doing back. Nothing. It wasn't like I was in there. I was like, you just know what? Today, hard. today I'm gonna I'm gonna try to curl this extra 20 pounds or something like that. No, just just doing my rig. <laughs> doing my rig. Oh man. Well, let's get to the to the point of the show. Today's episode, we actually have a point. Yeah, we do actually have a point. <laughs> when I ask a question, when I when I when I pose a question to the social media world, you know, I tend to try to get some feedback. I know it's kind of hard. It's like trying to shake an apple tree and expecting a pear. It's probably not gonna happen. Okay, no, you know, that's very good analogy. I'm just saying. Very good analogy. But we get lucky sometimes. Got some got some Snapchat comments. Got some Instagram comments. Got some personal text messages. I did get some Snapchat comments. You know, so and I usually screenshot those. But this time we're keeping everything 100 percent anonymous. And um, I like to think of this segment of the show as cyber sex, because I feel like obviously we live in a digital age, and Although the digital age has its pros and cons, I feel like it's an addiction that people tend to try to deny that it is an addiction. So I posed two questions. Question one was, well, as I ask the questions, I always tell people you can either call the hotline, which is 281-915-9875. And if you call, you can call Block. I believe Block is star 67. Or you can just call and just leave and just let us know. Leave messages, let us know. 
don't fucking put this on the air. Don't say my name. You know, we did get one call, and for some reason the call was choppy, so we're not going to air it. And it was actually from a good friend of mine that stays in New York right now. Her name is Devin. And so much for an no, she said her name on the voicemail. Oh, oh. shit, I mean, she's just like she, we're, we're very similar. So, <laughs> like I said, I kind of know where she was coming from with the message that she left, and she actually answered the second part of the of the um, questionnaire. But I'm, I'm gonna read the first part. It says, "Do you think removing all forms of social media is necessary if you're in a relationship?" And then the second question was, "Do you believe conversation is a dying skill, or is it just something people appreciate more now?" I don't know what podcast Lilo was saying. I should say more then. Ah, uh, yeah, I, just didn't I, I don't know what he was saying. And then he deleted his comments. So I, I, I think he was probably. I mean, but either way it goes, I understand what he's saying. But no matter what, the bulk of this conversation we're gonna have today is is conversation dying. Is the art of conversation dying? And to me, I'm I'm, I'm simply asking if social media was irrelevant to your relationship. Because it's so relevant to your relationship, it's hard to give up. So, I'm going to give my perspective on it. You're going to give your perspective on it. You know how we do things. <laughs> and then we'll get to the commenters. This is, this is how it goes. Um, Basically, when I asked the question, it was a trick question. You always ask trick questions. Always you ask, ask you always questions. ask a troll question. Of course. I mean, this is, this is once again, I'm saying, if you're in a, situ- a situation where you're getting serious with somebody and you're really on the brink of true love in your mind is your social media profile all of them are they worth it would you give them up and my thought is if you really no matter what if a person I'm not even saying that the person that you're with asks you to give it up I'm just saying you realize that you don't need this entertainment anymore you don't care for what's going on in the social media world anymore. So, as far as connection to your family, I mean, connect if it's your family, you're gonna you can stay connected to them by actually calling them on the phone. You can stay connected to them by actually going out and meeting them and having you know lunch or dinner with them or whatever. If it's coworkers, you see your coworkers every day, so it ain't like you want to keep up with them. And if you really want to just be um, if you want to keep up with the blogs or whatever, the shade room, ball alert, those those Instagrams and Snapchats or whatever, they actually have websites. So you can literally just go to the websites instead of actually being on social media. What well, not that website still technically social media, though? I mean, yeah, but, you're, but on the website, you're just browsing. You don't actually have to log in, be a member, and you're commenting and going back and forth with people. Mm-hmm. You're, just, you're just keeping your note. You're just, keep, you're just keeping that addiction you know, somewhat tamed. That's how I see it. So I kind of feel like I, I understand that people feel like, you know, oh, you know, why am I giving up my relationship, my uh, social media account, you know, for a relationship? It's such and such, you know, insecure, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, like I said, nobody, I don't even have to ask you to give up your social media account. I'm just saying that what you have going on here is so strong that social media is no longer relevant. It's no longer relevant for you to just sit there on your phone and be disengaged when you're with the person you love. Because I know a lot of people that do complain about, oh, I'm, I'm laying in the bed with my loved one or my significant other, and she's just on the phone all day, or he's on the phone all day. And then you sit there and you're like, who is he texting? Or who is he DMing? You know what I'm saying? Because if I'm not mistaken, we both know what gender gets the most pissed off when the other gender likes a certain picture. Like... You get mad at things that we consider or the gender that I won't go unnamed. That you get mad when they like a certain person's picture, but then you make it seem like social media isn't that big of a deal. So to me, it's like, which one is it? Is social media a big deal? And what, could it ruin your relationship? And if, and, if, and if so, then both of y'all should get rid of it, right? I mean, if, if, it's, if something is trivial as social media is causing problems, then why not give it up? If you're really in a relationship that's worth going forward with. And if it doesn't work in the end, you act like you just can't activate your accounts again. Yeah, you you didn't delete it. You just you, deactivated it. Yeah, I'm just saying either deactivate it, remove it from your phone, so it's less of a distraction because no matter what anybody says, a lot of times social media is not adding value to your relationship. Oh, no, I don't know. I don't know anybody personally that can actually say, "Oh man, social media just made my life, my relationship so much." Ever better. since I put, I was in a relationship on my social media. My life's been grand. 
I've never heard that. Never heard oh, that. so-and-so stopped talking to me. Oh, you know, dudes being disrespectful, talking about, hey, when you when you done with that nigga, hit me up. I mean, you just, you sense the certain shade when you go public like that. Because back in the day, before social media was actually relevant, there was really actually no going public. People really didn't take y'all serious until they either saw y'all or y'all got married and, and you got invited to a wedding. Now, to me, in my personal opinion, I see so many people going public on social media with their relationships. It's damn near like they're married. And once they get to that marriage stage, and women know this, women know that when they get to that almost marriage stage or if they're looking happy, you're going to have somebody in your circle that's envious of you and may try to fuck your shit up. Because I hear that story day in and day out. I ain't said every circle has this, but it's it's the truth. A lot it's of times, you know, a lot of times in, in both circles, women and men, when people see that you're doing good in your relationship, people get envious and tend to be like, oh, uh, you know, oh, well, I heard so-and-so did blah, 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 this and that. Shit, gets, shit tends to get messy. So, no matter what my perspective on social media is, yes, social media is fun. Shit. Ask Rick James, he tell you cocaine is fun. Like, <laughs> that doesn't mean that with it being fun, it's not something that you should either eliminate or fuck with it in moderation. Is how I see it. To me, let me let me go back to the essence. Okay, first question. Do you think removing all forms of social media is necessary if you are in a relationship? I don't think social media and any relationship that I have been in go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Even if it's me posting pictures of my significant other or not, I don't feel that they go hand in hand because I take social media for what it is. It's entertainment. It's something to do when you're bored. It's something to occupy your time. And as a person, and I'm one of those people that, you know, if I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm going to check time. And if I got some social media notifications, I'm probably going to look at them too. Yep. And so it's just entertainment to me. So even if I got rid of that, it's just it's just taking out what fills the void in my day. So, I mean, if you're trying to insert that person into the void where you're talking to this person all day, every minute, every second, then sure, you probably should remove it. But if you are two people who don't need that constant flow of attention, then I don't see a problem. True, true. Like, like, like I've, I've told you, so, social media to me is a movie that I, I like to watch, you know? Definitely. And then there's no point in having a social media account if you can't like certain pictures. And you can't you make comments. Like, yeah, you know, there's there's no point in be, in the restriction. Now, when I say that, that doesn't mean that you out here liking. You know, there you know which accounts you can't like. Yeah, you, you know you, which you can't ones. Be on, on booty shakers, uh, you can't be on like, booty shakers yeah, liking yeah. shit. You can't be out there liking somebody pics and shit that you know your your spouse has beef with. Yes, yes. Like there are rules to this shit. Mm -hmm. You know, you just can't be out there all because niggas willy -nilly. be they, they be on that on that page that news feed where they be looking to see what you like, especially on social media. See, and I I don't, I don't do that. Oh, I mean, I'm not. I'm not, I don't have no reason to do that at all. But I know like, people do. Like even in a relationship, I just don't care enough. You can't care about stuff like that. It's 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 it's, it's not. Just, it's like it adds no I'm gonna meaning. get mad at you at social media for being social. Th that's what the purpose of social media like, is. Like I understand if you got out there, you flirting or something like that. I, I've got out there. I've been flirting like that. I, I you know, had to get rain back in. Gotcha. You know, and and it's understandable. Like when I look at it, it's like, damn. You know what? I I really did mess that you up. You get carried right. away because yeah. you you know social media. Yeah. yeah. It's like you're right. I mean, I I got carried away. Won't do that anymore because yeah, it, it was it was a learning learning thing for me too at the same time. But anyways, but if you can't be social, then what's the point? Even like even if it's mutual friends, like you can't you I can't you know who this person is. I know who this person is. We met this person together. I can't because they're of the opposite sex. I can't speak to them. I mean, <laughs> and then and then it's kind of like well, all my all the attention that I have has to go to you. Now who's the now we have an, an attention horror situation. Yeah, and it's like when you need that much attention and you're worried about. Well, whose pictures are you liking? Whose who's, who's DMs are you in? Granted, you shouldn't be in any, any DMs. Yeah, in you shouldn't be in anybody's you DMs. You shouldn't be in there at and all. And you shouldn't be responding to DMs. Nope. It's, nope. Just leave them on red. It's it's so many restrictions if you're in a relationship. I mean, but that's I, I find it to be respect. Yes, uh, but what's the point? What's the point of what? What's I mean? What's the point of even being on there if you can't you can't actually enjoy the full meaning of being on social media? I mean, we don't enjoy the full meaning of a lot of things in life. Uh, true. 
So, I mean, with social media, I can be on there and I can be commenting in the group chat with the boys or what we done tagged each other in or, you know, looking at ESPN news, you know, what whatever it is that, that comes across my Instagram feed or whatever. And then I don't find it to be an issue. I don't see it needs to be removed because if you feel that you need to remove, your, your partner needs to remove it, there's already some insecurities there. Yeah, of course. And then most of the time, most of the time, when the, when you're insecure about something, it's something you're doing. Most of the time, yeah. It's something you're doing. If it gets that to that seeing. point. And once again, like I said, I don't. I wasn't necessarily saying any insecurities. I'm just saying if you think it's simply a distraction. Because what happened to... The cell phone is a distraction. True. Like, but if you, the if, most, of, most of the time, what you really need your cell phone for is to be contacted when you're not away from home. But text messaging... Social media, the web browser, but you have, email, anything else that you do besides make a phone call is a distraction. If your female's on the side of you playing Candy Crush, you clearly know that's less of a threat than her being on Snapchat or Instagram or Facebook. You know, because there, no, there is no harm in Candy Crush. There is no harm in playing words with friends. Well, maybe words with friends. Maybe sliding there. This is some, but, some beef. But what I'm saying, yeah, it's, yeah. But what I'm saying is, clearly, the insecurities make some sense because we know what both men and women are capable of when it comes to sliding in the DMs or social media, period. And then, and then again, person like myself, I'm secure enough not to care. How many people but, in this society you feel but, are that secure, though? I would say not many. But at the same time, my security does have its have its have its levels. It should. Like you I'm, shouldn't be naive. I'm not going to see you out here reposted. I mean, reposted on somebody else's page or something like that. You know, I'm not going to see that. My question, right? I got just a random question. Could you date an an IG famous person? Mm, Could you you date Bundle of Britney, whatever the name is? Bundle bundle of Britney? Bundle of Britney, whatever the fucking name is. I could as long as I wasn't pulled into that world. How could you not be? As long as as she... Ah, good point. Good point, because that now I'm all in her Instagram pictures. I don't like that. Exactly. I don't like that. I want to remain behind scenes. Not that not that I'm, I'm ashamed of her or, or she's ashamed of me. It's just that I don't want that scrutiny. But that's can, like that's like I would never put my children on social media. Yeah, I try to I try to limit that like, myself. Like if I, I mean if it was a Snapchat or something like that, cool. But I'm not gonna put permanent stuff. Permanent, up there. yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. you gonna start judging my child, and I'm gonna get pissed. People do that. You know, people I'm, don't give a shit. I'm going to get pissed like because you think you have a right. Like the dude in the intro said, people are a lot more bold now, bolder nowadays. People lack a lot of empathy nowadays because of the fact that they don't have to deal with the consequences of sitting in on their toilet, looking at a YouTube video and talking shit. You on your toilet a thousand miles away, you talking shit to me because you know I can't come over here and give you these hands. And that's how internet bullying goes. Because you can just sit there and you can talk your shit. And me, if you're talking shit about my kid on social media, I'm probably going to try to hunt you down. I know. It is It is very possible, too. I think you could, like, hack into people's servers and get their IP addresses. And you could, like, triangulate their location. <laughs> it could get very real. You, you, you work you, for the government. You, so. you got really real real with that one. I was just, just going to, like, just to, what, what's up then? Square up. <laughs> I'm just saying. Square up. It's the possibilities are there. But I'll backtrack a second. Um, with the whole dating an Instagram famous person, um, I was um, looking at one of the comments that I got back from questions, and I remember seeing uh, something that, that kind of remind it kind of just it just rang a bell just now, and it went a little something like <clears throat> I was talking about the heart emojis, but yeah, here we go. It went a little bit something like um. I don't think removing all social media is necessary just because you're in a relationship, but I do think there needs to be boundaries. Subliminal sexually charged pics, heart emojis, you know, the heart eye emojis, should be off limits. Certain people should be blocked. Every little detail of your life shouldn't be posted, and emotional posts are also off limits. It gives people too much insight on your relationship. The moment you post something emotional because you guys are arguing gives someone else the opportunity to try to slide in your DMs, DMs should be ignored. I backtrack because it made me think about you're dating Bundle of Britney. How many fucking heart eye emojis do you think you're going to get under her picture? She's going to get six billion. You know, and it's like, as secure as you may be, you know she's with you and she's down for you, but to some degree, I have to believe it's like, well, 
I, I, I know what I signed up for, but you, but you know what you signed up for when you when you did an IG famous person. But if you're just dating an average woman or average man or whatever, you would think that the average woman or average man would have more control over that. You know, Bundle of Brittany can't control well, that. You can't control what's posted there. You can only control how you respond to it. Of course, but you but the average person. I'm just saying, you know, the, the your regular everyday female that doesn't have over 10,000 followers shouldn't be getting those type of comments, especially if people know that you're in a relationship. You know, even if Bundle of Brittany is posting you out of How do they know you're in a relationship if you haven't publicized it? That's like that. a good question. But that's the point. That's that's To me, that's where social media has its pros and its cons because you might have somebody that just feels a certain way about those hard eye emojis, but it's like, hold on. You don't have a social media. I don't really like posting my personal business on social media. But at the end of the day, well, that's kind of weird because you're in a relationship, but you're getting these hard eye emojis. Niggas are still coming at you like you're not in a relationship. Clearly, you don't have solid contact with this person, which is cool. But you got to check this shit because, hey, if if multiple people are seeing that you're, you're accepting this type of flirtation day in and day out, it's like I'm irrelevant. And I kind of feel like that's that's a sensible way to look at it. I mean, obviously, if your girl goes to a bar with her friends or whatever, do is try to hit on her. That's one thing. That's that's the real world. That's something that you don't see, and it's not publicized to possibly millions. You know, because a person just because people don't follow you don't mean they ain't looking at your page. Ooh, very true. So very true. So you know what I'm saying? It, it just it just go it goes so far. And that's why I just had to backtrack. Like I said, me personally, I wouldn't mind dating an IG famous person, but it has to be even playing. It has to be even playing field. It just has to make sense because I have to know that there is no way in the world that pe- people have to look at it like, well, I would never disrespect that dude because I know his following. I know his status. You know what I'm saying? Because a dude, people, most dudes are going to disrespect dudes that they don't have respect for. So if I'm just some or peon. Or they just don't know. Yeah, or from so if I'm just some peon that, that's with whoever, they're going to be like, oh, I'm going to disrespect this nigga because yeah. he's whoever. If I'm dating that IG famous chick and Des Bryant is under her shit, you know, just to pull out random person, is under her shit, you know, he's going in hard. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to have a certain level of trust with her to know that Des is just shooting a shot because I already know he has more money than I do. More money, higher status. He's Des Bryant. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, your status, your status levels are going to be closer to the same. So I'm going to need reassurance from her that everything between us is good. It used to be a point in time where statuses really didn't matter that much. Like as far as who you are, quote unquote, in society, like it didn't matter because. It was private. It was it was only subject to your little world, you know. And we can't we don't enjoy that little world anymore because once you open up social media, that door is open to like I said, millions. It's open to millions. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy, man. So, like I said, it's it's pros and cons to social media. And obviously, with the first comment that I read, you kind of see where where this is, where this is going. Uh, the other comment I got was from an IG commenter, uh, Nicole Scotty. She said, I think it's best to remove the constant posting about how they got me this or the constant let's let's um, let's make millions of stupid slideshows as if no one has ever been in a relationship before. It just means you have a lot of issues in a relationship and using social media as a way to distract each other from the shit that's going on. I, I kind of agree with that because I kind of feel like like you said, you went to the zoo. No matter who you went to the zoo with, it doesn't need to be plastered to everybody. Motherfucker, everybody can go to the zoo. And you even said it was free. It was gay day as well. So that's another story. I was just saying, like, what people go to the zoo all the time. People are getting married month after month. People are having kids. There are significant moments in life that needs to be posted, but every single day of your relationship, oh, we happy today. Oh, this my boo. This my, you know, MCM. Every We know who your MCM is already. You post him every week. So it just, it to me, it gets But redundant. let that Monday come, you don't post him? Cats is on your ass. But they open the bag for that because people are addicted to consistency nowadays. So if, if a person, well, they're addicted to consistency, but a lot of people aren't consistent. So the minute you are consistent, you have to understand that it's going to create 
an expectation. And once you set that bar, they're going to expect it every day. And once you make social media prevalent in your relationship, it's it's your fault. You know, you can only you can only be mad at yourself once you start doing something for so long for somebody, and then you just stop. I mean, people are like babies. You give them you give them a lollipop every day, and that seventh day you don't give them a lollipop, they're gonna cry. They're gonna mm-hmm. complain. It's, it's human nature. So with me overall, like with that excerpt you read, yeah, certain things are off limits. Emoji, hard eyes, like that. Uh, I like the emotional post. Don't get out there posting emotional shit. It's ridiculous. Especially you're opening the door. Especially when you're in a relationship, my homeboys follow you, your homegirls follow me. We're that intertwined, and then you post something emotional. Real talk. That, I mean, I mean, and, and now you've invited other people into our relationship because these people know both of us, and now they're now they're a part of our relationship. And then, like like I said, it's a it's a level of respect. Like, don't do anything that you know would a upset you. Or be upset me. Because nine times out of ten, if it would upset you if I did it, it's probably going to upset me if you did it. Of course. Of course. And it's so funny to me how social media is such a small variable in relationships. But it kind of seems like if you look at the establishment of relationships maybe in the early 2000s compared to now, they were a lot more successful at actually getting an upstart as compared to now. Like, now it just seems like it's such a struggle. Like, I talk to females day in and day out, and they just constantly tell me how it's a struggle because, oh, so-and-so seems disloyal, or so-and-so, he seemed cool online, but he was whacking person. Don't get me started on the on the split personalities of social media. It's, it's insane to the point of, like, why am I seeing so much of you and I'm liking you so much, but then when I see you in person, I get a totally different person. Like that's scary. That's like fall. That's like falling for a, a person on a TV series. Like Real I talk. always, I always tell myself, like, damn, I really love her character. Cause like I would probably meet this same said celebrity in person, and their their personality would be like whack. Real talk. Real talk. I I think that about a lot of celebrities. I think a lot of celebrities are weird, and they're probably they're probably just. How do I say? They're probably hyped up just because they have money, they have that following, so you just automatically think whatever they're doing is cool when it really isn't, when it really is some regular shit. I mean, you go on Snapchat, you see motherfuckers turning up every week, and I'm like, well, shit, Big Sean and them do that all the time. I'm like, what's the difference What Big Sean and them get more bottles, but at the end of the day, you're doing the same thing. It's nothing special. That's what I told my barber today because the, the Boston Celtics, they showed up to the game, and they were um, all dressed in all black. And I say, I say that sounds like some stuff that we would coordinate and do, but at the same it's time, regular. it's like these cats are our age. Yeah. Like they, of course, we would coordinate and do it. They would coordinate and do it. They're our age, so basically, all we're saying is, you know, they're regular people. A little bit more money, but regular people. Definitely, definitely. That's that literally is. That's the only difference. These people have this following, and it's either you have a huge following or you have a lot of money, and it's gonna probably bring both and. It just brings this this uh, exaggerated reality that doesn't really exist. It's just, it's ridiculous. The next commenter, uh, Ladybugs 2.0, said, One, no, I think social media is just, it is what it is. It's fun. It's entertainment. If you don't slash can't trust your partner when, it's, when it concerns it, that has nothing to do with social media. Two, it says, no, I believe people are just as willing as long as before to converse with other souls. I do think people tend to bottle up more of what they feel slash think, which is leading to real, authentic, or heartfelt conversations being killed off. So, I mean, she answered both. So, I'm going to just use that. We, we, we do need to touch on that second. Yeah, yeah of course. I'm going to use that as a segue to just simply say, looking at the message, what she just said, it says, social media it is what it is. It's fun. And like I said, Rick James probably thought cocaine was fun too. But um, there is no denying that social media is an addiction and social media can cause problems, even with the most secure people. Uh And that's just a fact. And no matter what, you you have to understand that when you say people are just as willing as long as before to converse with other souls, it's just that people are bottling up stuff more. To me, that's a pure representation of People aren't 100% no more. People aren't real no more. You don't even know who you're getting. And a lot of times it has to do with that social media personality that they're putting on. That's when I think about Bundle of Britney. Like I see this Bundle of Britney girl or I see um, Amber Rose or somebody. Like I honestly feel like when the cameras are on, 
when they're when which to me the cameras represent social media when the public is looking I'm not getting the same person that I would get if the if the cameras were off and it was just me and you one on one. I don't think I'm getting that same person. Therefore, it seems like social media has killed authenticity. It has to it has to have done that somewhat. But even even with that sense, I do think the art of of conversation is dying because you can sit down there with somebody at dinner and not have a lot to talk about. And I don't think that has anything to do with social media. But some people, while at the dinner table, are going to be looking at their phones, looking for the next hot thing to talk about, what's trending, and they're distracted from their food. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it may not be social media, but that has a lot to do with them, too. And like I said, social media, it can be a distraction. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, especially if this person you've been dating and been dating, it's like, you sit down, it's like, well, you know, what, what, what is there to talk about? Unless it's something that's going on in the news or on social media, some pop culture. I probably already asked you about your day. I probably know what your ambitions are for the next two to three years. Yeah. I pro- if I'm if I'm dating you, I should know these things. So then it's kind of like we're living in the moment. We're having to talk about current events. We have to we we break down the menu. What you're thinking about getting? What you're thinking about eating? Um, what what do you think of the restaurant? Let's look around the restaurant. Look. Because we went to this dope place in, in D.C. They had, like, paintings on the wall, you know. So we're checking out the paintings. Like, oh, yeah, I'd buy that, you know. i put this in. You know, so you have to, you, you really have to have a skill. You just can't sit down and say, oh, I'm going to have a conversation. You have to be able to. Skill, conversation is a skill. And it's it, 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 it very much so. And <laughs> ending a conversation is a skill as well. Because some people just kind of stop. Terrible, and just man. like. So awkward. Oh, okay, then, and just leave. Yeah. But. It's a skill to be able to have a conversation. So if all your attention or all you know is social media and that's taken away from you, you can't look at your phone and see what's on the shade room or what's on whatever right now and you just have to go with it, it's going to be difficult. You need to know what's going on in your world. You need to know about the FBI director being fired. You need to know about whatever's going on. You need to know the sports or something, something that you can to put out there you, to an extent. You, you to, but at the same time, if you have certain skills, certain hobbies, if you're, if your everyday day to day life is interesting somewhat and you're not just literally work, Netflix. I mean, shit. Even if it is work, Netflix, dinner, or whatever, shit. You can talk about the Netflix show you're watching. You can you can talk about the TV show that you're watching. You don't necessarily have to talk about other people. You can actually, you know. And and once again, I love moderation. So if I'm if I'm dealing with something and I feel like dealing with somebody and we're not talking consistently, constantly every day, then I mean, hey, there's always something to talk about. And you never really truly know anybody. And there's no way in the world that just because we talk every day, that means that I'm never going to be interested in some other aspect of what's going on. Something's going on other than social media that we can talk about. Yes, social media does help. Like I said, it has its pros and cons, but I, it, it clearly, it, it, I can't think of anything else that could have killed the the genuine genuine nature of people that they used to like people are fake people the well, fakeness it's because you're not experiencing high. life anymore clearly you're not experiencing life like whether whether you're just at laid up in bed you know with your phone over your face just scrolling endlessly through the timeline till your fucking thumb can't move yeah. anymore or you know you go from instagram to facebook to twitter back to instagram to facebook to twitter throwing snapchat to see if you missed any snaps and this is just your endless loop that you go through yep. all day long you're not experiencing life, so you have nothing to share. That's like that's like I love going to a concert and not recording the whole thing. Real you, talk, that's you, pretty dope. They play my favorite song. I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a little video of that because that's my favorite song. But like rec- people record the whole concert. It's like, and that's that's why I like writing. That's why I like reading because I can show you this video and you can be oh okay yeah cool that was live. But I can sit here and tell you say bro. When Big Sean came out and started performing moves, the arms, the hair on my arms started to stand up. Everybody started swaying in the stands. You get you get more of a feeling to it. Like you can sit there and look at it, but as I'm describing it to you, you get a different feeling to it. Yeah. And that's how you have to be about life in a conversation. Like I, I like one of my favorite questions is like, tell me a moment that you can always go to in your mind that makes you smile. 
because that just that's something that warms you up throughout your body. And especially if you're on a date, like that's that's gonna start start it off right. You know, I'm giving up game for free right now. But that's gonna start your game off your date off right because you've already put them in a happy place because you made them think of a happy moment. Yeah. True. And now you're gonna be associated with that happy moment as well. True, true, true. I mean, like I said, people people's lives are more interesting than they try to make it out to be. I mean, shit happens throughout the week. Sometimes you forget about shit. Like when I'm when we preparing to do this podcast, it's certain things I want to talk about that I forget about. And if that's I why I text you everything. And, I just yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if I forget about those topics, I just bring those topics to other people and just have conversations, and it just it just rolls. Um, two more comments I gotta read. Hip hop and coffee actually reached out on Tumblr. And answer the question. Um, she said, "Many people don't remember what it's like to only have conversation either in person or on a landline. Therefore, it's completely uncomfortable for you to leave home without your cell phone or device that attaches you in- to the virtual world. That's why I talked about the digital life and the cyber sex. The art of actual conversation is becoming so lost that people don't even remember who they are versus who they've created themselves to be online. And I just." I don't think it gets any more accurate than that. Like, you can't, you, you're trying to have a conversation with this person that is a mild schizophrenic. Like, this person is Leslie online, and then <laughs> she's, she's Denitra in person. Like, what's going on? So, therefore, when you get Denitra, you don't get the authentic 100% person because she left a piece of her soul online she can't be 100 with you because she doesn't have that online personality to piggyback off of because her her appearance is no longer filtered her um she can't she can't think for a long time to come up with a caption she has to actually come up with that caption on the spot she can't um she can't piggyback off commenters because there's nobody there to comment with her it's just you and her that's why the art of conversation is slowly fading away because of stuff like that, the people that are actually skilled at still having conversations, I kind of feel like they may have grew up around the time where, like she said, they were actually on landlines. They were actually on cell phones that probably had limited minutes. They probably were more in tune to actually going to uh, social settings and actually talking to people in person. But, hey, it is what it is. Did you have any? Because I still have one more. But I, I, I got, I got, I got the one. Let me pull it up. Well, the one more I have is the phone call that came through. We actually got a phone call that came through, but for some reason the voicemail was kind of choppy. That's on us. And um, no, that's not on us. I don't control that. Uh, wow. Yeah, just, yeah, just, yeah. Just, I'm shedding blame. I'm okay, shedding blame. Okay. I've been blamed for enough this week. I'm, I'm shedding. Because it's usually your fault. It's touche. But anyways, the one I had says, removing any type of social media when in a relationship, I don't see why. If you trust your partner, there's no reason for you to request that from them. To be honest, if you think removing social media would stop them from cheating, that's not going to happen. They will find other ways. If that's the reason you're asking them, if that's the reason you're asking for them to remove it. I guess this person kind of felt a kind of way about it because I started getting more questions like, you know, is it once a cheater, always a cheater kind of thing. So this person was going to a certain direction that I really wasn't intended to. But, you know, whatever. yeah, my Snapchat comment was kind of like that, too. It was like, uh, you don't got to delete your social media because if they insecure, they insecure. And I'm just like, hey, which which I do feel that like it's always going to be something. Like, if you're insecure about social media, you read social media, then they're going to be insecure about where you're at. If you're taking with Possibly. you wherever you go, Possibly. you know, it's it's always going to continue. Possibly. And, I mean, and what, I wish I, I, wish I had that, but, that, but I, my, that my, I sent you earlier. Well, let me see what I sent you. My overall thought process is, is social media worth the love of your life, possibly? That's just how I see it. No, absolutely not. If it's, it's the love of my life, then no. It's just social media. But like I said, sent you um, earlier this week when it says, someone who has been mentally abused will constantly apologize, hide their feelings and fear, uh, fear oh, of, yeah, a, of yeah. upsetting you, break down during small disagreements, thinking it will explode, and need a lot of reassurance. And then need a lot of reassurance, I think, comes with the insecurities. Yeah. Like you need that you need that, that reassurance. That, that validation. That, yeah, that uh, I'm, my attention is the only attention that you want. And so in, in, that, in that whole situation... The insecurities with social media, you need that reassurance from that other person. It's kind of like, if I know that she, that she's insecure, or she knows that she's insecure, or she's 
putting off this insecure feeling, she's going to need that reassurance that, no, you're not on social media trying to holler at other women. No, you're not on social media. You know, I'm not, she's not tracking my likes and stuff like that. She's going to want that reassurance that she's the only one. So you're going to have to show her your social media. You'll probably end up giving her your passwords eventually. Oh, that's ridiculous. You're probably just going to end up giving her your passwords eventually. I think it's her, cute. Her or him. It's that's cute. why. That's why I think those joint Facebook couples, I, somebody got in trouble. That's what it Basically. is. Basically. Somebody got in trouble. Now you're Angela and Joe Schmidt. You know, like somebody got in trouble, so now you got to share this. Yeah. It's it's cute when people you know share the whole passwords and all that shit, but I just kind of feel like once it gets to that point, you're probably in a toxic relationship because you there should be some sort of privacy in a regular relationship, a marriage. I don't care what it is. You're, you're gonna have some kind of privacy. You should, but if it gets you're to not point, hiding things, but you you just have to maintain yourself. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, and before we close out, like I said, the voicemail pretty much talked about how you know. As far as conversation dying, we live in a, a, a in a society where, once again, you don't get the authentic person that you really want to get. So when you get there with them and you're trying to have this combo, it's so hard to do because more than likely you're not, how do I say, it's not being reciprocated in a way that you want it to be reciprocated because you're being who you are and they're being somebody else. And... A person can only act for so long, and eventually that guard drops, and then you realize who somebody is, and, and it's just sad. And I think people do that knowingly because they know that the person that they're dealing with is temporary anyway. So they're just like, once his once his front falls, fuck it. <laughs> and, and then you just don't get fully invested. Yeah, you just no. Pretty much, yeah. It's it, it's sad, but hey, it is what it is. Um, I I like I like we have a podcast for a reason because I I like to. Have talk. conversations with people. I like to talk, <laughs> but I only like to talk to people that I know I can bounce ideas off of, and it could actually go somewhere. If I'm talking to somebody and I kind of feel like I'm either annoying them with what I'm saying, then it's a good chance that it'll get dry. So it's a possibility out there that people probably think I don't converse well just because of the simple fact that when I was trying to talk to them, it didn't feel like it was going anywhere. Or you're looking for different things out of a conversation. Yeah. And as far as social media goes, I don't have a personal IG account. I got off Facebook in like 2010 because I saw the direction it was going in. And as far as Snapchat goes, I kind of feel like for Snapchat is for single people. Just to be real. I feel like somewhat Snapchat is for single people. Really? Because I kind of turned up my Snapchat this week. I've been... Okay, I really didn't turn up my... Yeah, this shit is going to last, what, 24 hours? I, I think I'm done now. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's a snap, When I say Snapchat is for single people, I just kind of feel like I say that meaning you could be more exclusive on Snapchat. Nobody knows who you're DMing. Nobody knows who you're following. It's just... It, it, you you follow that person. They know you. You see their story. They see your story. That's it. You don't... You're not... You're not going searching through their friends. You don't have the access to their friends. You don't. I don't. I hope Snapchat doesn't up, you know, update and do that. Well, bring be, it back. That'd be terrible. Bring it back. See who you snapped the most. Golly, I would hate that. To me, that was just making like Instagram. But um, I think that's the cool part about Snapchat. I say that it's for single people, but I think everybody can enjoy it. But I also, like I said, I've always enjoyed the fact that it's very, um, it's very short. On the memory, like it's twenty four hours. You see the story one one time. I don't think people obsess over me that much to where they're trying to go back to my story and see it over and over. So once you see the story, it's going. And with people's attention spans nowadays, probably forgot what the fuck they looked at the other day. Very true. Very so, true. and like I said, uh, as far as Twitter and all that shit goes, uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of all that shit. But see, I like Twitter. Because I don't think Twitter is one be, of those that because of relationships, it, though. Nah, I, mean, I don't know. If, if you're out there like that. Like, again, for me, Twitter is, is, A, it's, excuse me, it's where I go to just look at a lot of random shit. I get, like, a lot of random shit on my Twitter feed. But it also is a way for me to, to get a thought out of my head real quick. Like, not even if it's, if it's set to go anywhere, but I can just send it out in a tweet real quick to get the thought out of my head. And I, I kind of I kind of like that about Twitter that I can just throw a thought out there and it might get some feedback it might not but I I put the thought out there and I can go back and look at it and revisit it anytime so hmm. that's pretty cool is it your Twitter handle is same same across the board oh okay okay I, I like to keep it you know uniform T H A underscore M O N S T A R that's pretty cool 
You uh, that you have the jersey, right? You, oh yeah, I got the jersey. But you can't wear it to Vegas. I, I can wear it to Vegas. I'm but not gonna not be can't able to get in the places. Yeah, right. you be able to walk the strip with I, it. Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to get to like any pool parties with it on. Okay, okay. Yeah. You know, it's gonna be in Vegas. Monster is gonna make it. Make the an Monster appearance. is gonna make it. It's okay. gonna make an appearance okay. in Vegas. Whoa, I'm excited. Uh, the artwork. Um, we didn't talk about the artwork. Either. No, we kind of just dropped it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope people like it. I feel like it's refreshing. Shout out to my brother for. For drawing it up, shout out to Ivy Designs for digitizing it. Uh, merch is still in the works, just because we're slow and broke. <laughs> and broke. <laughs> yeah, basically, broke. basically. But uh, other than that, I mean, don't forget. Um, I gotta pull up my phone because I didn't memorize the hotline that well. I mean, I've never called it. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I was surprised to see how it works. But yeah, I mean, if you haven't followed, started following us by now, you know, you know the, uh, you should know the Instagram handle is n zero boundaries. Yeah. Underscore podcast. There There's you no go. zero in podcast. Is it? No, huh? there's no zero in podcast. No, no zero. The in zero podcast. is in no. Right. Okay. That's correct. And then the uh, the uh, the phone line, the uh, NB hotline, as I like to call it. It's 281-915-9875. If you have topics or suggestions, give it a call. Stop being shy. I'm Leave not gonna bite. I'm not gonna answer it. So Yeah, I'm not gonna answer it either. You're not gonna ever talk to me. Because I clearly see that it's for the hotline. But uh we appreciate the feedback and the suggestions and all that. Keep them coming. Um we got a big big day coming this Sunday. You do you know what that is? Because I actually forgot like in the middle of the week. First of all, I mean I love my mother. I think I I think Mother's Day, Father's Day. I think those days are just hyped up for no reason. Yeah, that's I love my mom, and I, I buy her stuff all the time. And now, it, same way I feel about Valentine's Day. Definitely. Like it's it's just another one of these holidays You're to me. That just, me to, yeah. yeah, and like I love my mom all the time. I buy her shit all the time. Definitely. Yeah, my mom knows I appreciate her. She get on my damn nerves, but I yeah. appreciate her mom. So I, I haven't even. And then the, the messed up part about it. She wants that. My family decided to do Mother's Day tomorrow. Oh, wow. So now I don't even have this day to run out and buy her some random stuff. That's what I used to do. I, my Saturdays are for randomness. Of yeah. Gifts so I don't even have that time to go buy some randomness. So she might get the, the paint on the hand and, a, and, a, and the handprint on the paper. Oh, wow. I might kick it mad old school. She should disown you if you do that. Mad old school. Or she's just going to get a card and I might write some sentimental stuff in there. Mama Brooks, I feel sorry for you. No, no, no. Don't feel sorry for her. Because the last three iPhones she has, I done bought. I pay her cell phone bill. Don't feel sorry for her. Oh, she, wow. She's well taken care of. Okay, okay. So she might just get this car. You might just be son of the year because she's way better than me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, shout out to all the young mothers out there, the old mothers out there, the grandmothers out there, the great-grandmothers out there, and the soon-to-be mothers. That may not know it yet. And with that being said, we have very special words of advice for y'all. Again, thank you for listening. This has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. This is Key. Um, the thing I would like to say about Mother's Day, I wish someone would have told me, was it's okay not to know what you're doing, to wing it. So even the most experienced moms, they don't know what the hell they're doing half of the time. Every child is different, so just go with the flow. I kind of see it as a job. Everybody doesn't like their job all the time. So, that's it. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?